Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Flash Fiction Fridays. This is going up a couple or so days late because I have been a little bit busier than usual. Thursday, I did not get to record as I had expected to. And Friday, at least I do believe it was Friday, I was busy, yes, it was Friday, driving down to Sacramento to meet up with my very good friends, Rowan and Rachel Wookie, Bear and Blue of Dragonhearts RPG, and several other of the Dragonhearts dragons I was very happy to see had been able to assemble at the call. Today, I am going to be reading for you a short flash fiction called The Cards, written during Flash Fiction Month by myself, and with Halloween fast approaching and many people enjoying tarot, this seems to be a very good short story to share. The Cards The phone rang. The priestess picked up the phone with a feeling of dread. Death was on the other end of the line, as usual. It was never the magician anymore. It is time, my dear. I need you. I assume it's not for a social call. The cough on the other end quirked her lip. You know we can't do that yet. It's not time for that, and I can't touch you for now. I'm sorry. The priestess grumbled. Who am I sitting for? I have a justice on my list tonight down in the world and I want a chaperone. He is a slippery SOB. He and his mistress are slated for a 1 a.m. car wreck. Through the line, death's robes could be heard rustling and a scraping revealed that his scythe was overeager to be coming back off the wall again. It is going to be a difficult one. Just a chaperone? Death grunted. Bone dug at the wood floor beneath his desk. Her eyes rolled at him, though she knew he couldn't see her. Fine. Get me. Would you stop that, you and your innuendos? That time it wasn't, she snickered. But I get a point. Eh, hey, uh, yeah, you rattled me again. Fine. The chariot will be there in a bit. It will be easier to have you with me the whole night, if you don't mind. Which I know you don't. Ever. The wheel turned on, as it always did, and eventually the appointed hour began to draw near. The pair slipped into the back seat of the vehicle unnoticed. Perhaps the justice was too drunk. Perhaps neither was sensitive enough to know when the arcana were being played in their lives. The priestess felt the robes of judgment settling on her. With how they weighed in this case, she understood why death needed another opinion instead of eyes. The four sped into the night away from the club and toward who knew what fancy house of beds. How the justice drove, she knew it was a path they had taken often before. She shook her head sadly. Death nodded his agreement, then pointed ahead. The priestess pressed her hand to her heart. Ahead, they could see a street fight. 
The driver also saw this. Something in the air snapped. They held on as he plunged his foot to the floor, his alcohol-addled brain piloting for the group. This will break it up, filthy trash. The mistress screamed, demanding to know what he was thinking. The melee broke and individuals attempted to scatter. In the commotion, a nine-year-old boy that had been part of one of the groups was pushed and wound up thumping beneath the tires. Too much noise. Too much commotion. The priestess wanted to go back to the halls of black and white marble. She could not, though. This, too, was part of her job as they would come before her later in the next day cycle to be processed. This, she had to see herself instead of scry. We were just supposed to go to the hotel, Frank. Now you've killed a kid. Shots rang out from somewhere to one side. A bullet passed through her, but she did not flinch. Instead, it pierced the mistress. Another came for the justice shortly after the vehicle collided into one of the buildings. Now they were seen. The pair screamed as death ceremonially passed his scythe over them and cut the cord between body and soul. The priestess adjusted her hood and straightened her crown. The chariot already was arriving to take them back out of the world. Death roughly pushed them to it before going to tenderly harvest the child. Before he could swing, the boy spoke, and he paused. All I wanted was to keep Mom and my sister safe. The gang promised me they'd be okay if I did whatever they wanted, mister. The kid looked up at him, unafraid. I can't leave yet. I don't know they won't go back to it if I'm not around. Death looked up to her. Judgment. It does not look like they kept the promise. Do you truly wish to stay? We had to receive her much earlier in the night. His scream made her want to cover her ears, but she held firm. We need your answer. I want to make them pay, he flared. The light singed the couple in a chariot. She scryed the boy, then nodded. I see why you wanted me tonight. Let the boy stay. There is something important he will do. Death lowered his blade and smiled. And that was the cards written for the 12th prompt of the Flash Fiction Month challenge, specifically for the Tarot Challenge. And it looks like I have time for one more thing. So in light of the approaching equinox, which is a very sacred day to some, such as myself, I will read a devotion written in rhyme titled Autumn Equinox Harvest. Autumn, Equinox Harvest Behold the apple red and round, and the leaves begin to drift, turning hue to kiss the ground 
into the growing sunlit mist. Second harvest, the fruit now ripe. Prepare the basket and the scythe. Day and night stand equal here, in the waning cloud, in the clear. Behold the moon that lights our wandering calling nights, and the sun that gilds the day as we wend our gathering way. We give our thanks for all as we answer the ancestral call to gather, tend, and lay nature's bounty safe away. In return we pledge to tend and do what we can to mend the divide between kami and man, both without our mirror and within. Living tree spreads her boughs and to all the worlds she endows both her might and her mirth and holds us all in her girth. That particular devotion will be going into the fifth volume of the Mythical Minstrelsy Anthology, whereas the preceding story will be going into the fourth, which I intend to have ready sometime later this year for publication. If you would like to have your poetry or short fiction featured on this podcast, especially if it has anything to do with mythology or folklore or fantasy, please drop me a line at Teresa Amehana Garcia at gmail.com or at THG Star Dragon Publishing, also at gmail.com. You can still get to me at my old email address. Just be aware that I am not using that one quite as much for some things because of how Hotmail has been making emails go missing and sometimes not even arrive far too often. Until next time, happy reading.